Audible lets you enjoy all your audio entertainment in one app. Audible offers an incredible selection of audiobooks across every genre, from bestsellers and new releases to celebrity memoirs, and what I'm really into these days, mysteries and thrillers. Love them. And one of our friends, Elena Urquhart, you might know her from a little podcast called Morbid, wrote The Butcher and the Wren. It's a really great thriller about a serial killer. I mean, it is so scary. I cannot wait for the next one. And I love to listen to it. And guess what? As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash crappens or text crappens to 500-500. That's audible.com slash crappens or text crappens to 500-500. You know, Ronnie, I use DoorDash all the time to get food from restaurants. But what's really cool about it is that you can also use it for groceries and like tons of stuff, home essentials, pet food would be good for you. I mean, there's actually so much more than just restaurant delivery. Oh, I know. I use them all the time for all sorts of things. I love to cook. You love to cook. And I can't tell you how many times I am midway down my recipe and I realize I am out of something and I just can get some nice fresh veggies delivered to my door super quickly to finish that meal. And the DoorDash app allows you to customize. You can substitute. You can schedule and track your order. And you can communicate with your shopper while you're receiving real-time updates. I know. It's kind of like an all-in-one solution for our lifestyle. You can shop with DoorDash and enjoy big savings. Use code CRAPPENS24 to get 50% off up to a $10 value on $15 minimum subtotal on your next convenience, grocery, or retail order. For eligible users only, terms apply. Your last day of vacation and you found time for a deep tissue massage followed by a long mud bath then a two-hour nap. Because you're an American Express Platinum Guard member and booked your stay at a fine hotel and resort through Amex Travel, which means a 4 p.m. checkout. And those relaxing vacation vibes can keep going at the airport in the Centurion Lounge. Just a splash. Before you board the plane back to reality. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your travel experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Welcome to Watch What Crappens, a podcast for all that crap we love to talk about on the old bravs. I'm Ronnie. That's Ben over there. Hello, my little Bellini Ben Ben. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How's it going with you today on this fine below deck day? Um, It's going so well. I feel very rested from the weekend, which I guess it's still the weekend or post weekend for me feeling great how about you oh good just loving sitting here well i'm loving that we added some new dates so some of you guys wanted some new dates for our live shows because we weren't coming to your city and so we got them okay if you want tickets for our live shows go to watchwhatcrappens.com all the links are there some of the new cities are on pre-sale so just use crappens 2023 to get into those pre-sales that's crappens 2023 i'm gonna do a list real fast and then i'll slow down for the new cities okay do it, ronnie and i just want to add that the new cities go on sale generally the pre-sale is wednesday but the general on sale is on friday 
Okay, so here they are. We open in Austin, Texas. Then we're going to Dallas, Phoenix, L.A., which is where we're having the 2023 Golden Crappies at the Wiltern Theater. It's going to be a huge, really fun show. Then we're going to Charlotte, Atlanta, Denver, Salt Lake City, first time there, Seattle, San Francisco, Toronto, Philadelphia, New York City, back at Town Hall, on Broadway, and Washington, D.C., and we have just added San Diego, St. Paul, Chicago, and Columbus. So those are the newest additions to our Crappens family. Go get your tickets at watchwhatcrappens.com. There's links for everything there. And again, the pre-sale code is Crappens2023. Also, we do video podcasts a couple of times a week. This week, we're doing Southern Hospitality and Salt Lake City as Vidjas. Those are on our Crappens On Demand section over at patreon.com slash watchwhatcrappens. That's where we also do bonus episodes. There's a Discord server, which is super fun to hang out and chat with other people on so go to patreon thank you to everybody who supports us to everybody who's already bought tickets a lot of these are selling really really well um let's sell them out y'all sell them out every single Uh, one of them that would be a dream like it really is a dream i mean i i have to say uh that when we have a sold out audience the energy in those in those houses is always so special and exciting so uh, if we could get some of those, that would just be, that would be awesome for this year. So today is Below Dick, and it's episode seven of season 10, and it's called Eight Man, Seven Different Languages. <laughs> yes. Um, big, uh, spicy episode, if I may say, spicy. We got some terrible guests, which is great. We haven't had terrible guests all season long, and... Now we have some truly terrible guests. We had some guests that were sort of, you know, eye-rolly, but now we got bad ones. Feels great. So here we are. Um, We are in the middle of Camille having her breakdown because the captain said, guess what? Need to be less fresh. Okay, freshy face. Need less of a fresh mouth from you, Camille, because if (laughs) you can't get less fresh, you're going to, I can't say get a plane ticket home. I'm going to hug you all the way home. Okay, I'm going to hug you until you're home. Do you understand? This is your last chance. And she's like, oh. Hey, hey, Camille, you see what I'm doing here with my hand? You see this? Uh, you're making sort of like a fist, like you're holding something? That's right. Because guess what I'm not holding? Mentos. Okay? So I'm holding air. It's the non-fresh maker. I want no fresh making. It's enough of your fresh breath there, missy. Um, you have this charter to prove, wait for a rhyme, because it's going to really make it stick in your head. I learned that in leadership school. Prove that you're in it to win it. Oh my God, that does rhyme. I hate rhymes. (laughs) Why is she rhyming at me? So Camille just starts running through the boat, sobbing all over everybody. And she's like, I mean, what is going on? What do I have to prove? What am I going crazy? What's wrong with me? Am I out of touch with reality? Yes. yes, yes, and yes. You're a huge fucking asshole, and you're the only one who doesn't see it. Did you see her video that people were sharing on, um, well, we were shared from our good I'm, friend, the bitchiest housewife of all time, Social Media. Wait, no, but, I didn't see any video from her. 
Oh, God. She gets on her fucking Insta or whatever, whatever these kids are on. And um, she's got like a 137-ounce styrofoam cup from someplace. It's probably Chick-fil-A. Driving around in the car her parents bought her in sunglasses. Of course, making this video while she's driving. It's like the worst of America encapsulated mm. into this tiny little video. And she's like, yeah. You know, well, first she told Captain Lee off on Twitter. Did you see that? <laughs> how am I missing? All, why is, I need people to forward me these things. You have how a am I life. Missing? Okay, you have a life. I'm on social media all the time. But he said after her episode, you know, one of her breakdown episodes, something like, well, Camille, I didn't see this part of you. And the the worst thing you're missing, because the episode, she's like, what am I missing? He said, the worst thing you're missing is your brain. And I don't oh. approve, you know, something like that. Captain. He gets Captain, saucy on Twitter. I yeah. love it. Yeah, and, you know, they're supposed to give their opinion. So he's always telling everybody from the episode off on Twitter. So she's like, Oh, really? I'm missing my brain? Well, like, I'm just a 24-year-old trying to make it through life, and I don't need some old ass <laughs> telling me I'm missing my brain. You're missing your brain! You know? Oh, got him. That's extremely paraphrased, but she came for Captain Lee. So then she makes this video, and she's like, you know what, you guys? Like, I know you think you're, like, being, like, really funny, like, coming onto my page saying all this shit, but, like... <laughs> She's sipping from her fucking Chick-fil-A styrofoam or whatever. She's like, but you know what? Like, I'm just like a young person. Like, so stop trying to like come onto my page. Cause I wouldn't go onto your page with three followers and talk about how fat you are. So that would be great. I was like, wow, classic Camille. Terrible. <laughs> classic. classic. I was actually Camille. rooting for a semi-truck to run a red light. I mean, what a fucking monster. <laughs> there there's like it's amazing how many things this person can say that could just make you so angry there's oh it seems like there's always someone on below deck that can do this you know like i think that i mean do we have to have a crappies category of like worst yacht worker and just like have her go up against the asshole from below deck adventure versus ashley from below deck um sailing yacht versus i don't know tsunamis what, what <laughs> i just don't versus know tsunamis just not helpful to versus the yacht. toe fungus <laughs> versus teak that's been spilled on no yeah. one likes that so she's uh still going on this rant and she goes into one of the guest cabins crying and Alyssa says she's changing seat sheets but all i can really see her doing is squatting down next to a bed that's already made <laughs> kind of lightly smoothing out the sheet on it while she yeah. watches Camille have her breakdown. And Camille's like, come on, get out of here, Lisa. I'm dead ass serious. Get out. I'm begging you. I'm begging. She's like, babe, I'm just pulling sheets off this bed. Babe. <laughs> yeah. She's, Alyssa is one of those people that, that has that instinct to get, like, generally has this instinct, except for the end of this episode, to sort of get quieter and like cheerier when someone's losing their shit it's like go create a different room i'm pulling captain sandy's sheet babe yeah like, while well, saying babe yeah she really babe. wields babe like a knife babe is turning into a very passive aggressive word in general like at, when i hear babe now although not from you because you text me babe a lot but like when i hear babe generally speaking it's turning into like a passive aggressive like it's like almost like hun now it's now it's like hey babe can you do this for me babe <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, I think people should be aware. I think Babe is on the rise for pa- in the world of passive aggression. Well, she's mastered it. Babe, I'm just in here pulling sheets, babe. Yeah, babe. And, and wait, she's pulling sheets for Captain Sandy. Was that Captain Sandy's room? I, well, that's what I was actually thinking about that too, because it didn't look like Captain Sandy's room, but maybe it was. And or maybe she was doing it on list, her orders. Why would Camille go start sobbing in Captain Sandy's room? Really weird. I don't think it was her room. Um, yeah. So Alyssa's like, you know, I like actually feel bad for her, but I'm just like trying to quietly collect my sheets and dip out. And so she goes, I mean, you clearly have an issue. She goes, yeah, I do have an issue. I do. Yeah. She's like, well, I don't have an issue and I don't want one. So, okay, babe. I'm just going to go over here and have babes. Oh. So, so Camille's then, like, I can't. So she goes to her cabin to keep sobbing. Meanwhile, the captain passes Tony. She's like, good morning, Tony. He's like, morning. I've worked out in the morning. All right. Well, uh, get to you. we'll get to you later, crazy pants. Okay. <laughs> He's I've like, only by got the way- so many non-mentos to go around here. <laughs> <laughs> just holding up her hand. Hey, would you like a York peppermint patty? Guess what? Don't have one. It's not going to keep you fresh, okay? Mm. So then uh, so Camille's crying in her room, and then Rachel's getting a back scratch from Frazier, and then Ben goes up and consoles Camille and is hogging her, and she's like, I just got my ass chewed out again. It's like, Captain Sandy literally was like, hey, so you know what? I'm going to need you to step up a little bit. Otherwise, I may have to get rid of you. Like, that is not an ass chewing out, Yeah, man. she even gave you a rhyme. I want you to be in it to win it, you know? <laughs> but Camille is like the perpetual victim in life. Like, she is the one. She can do no wrong. She is just a vessel for mistreatment, you know? Like, when those nuns, when those nuns kicked, like, uh, circled her up to see if she had her cell phone on her when she wasn't supposed to have it, and she was found with a cell phone on her. It wasn't that she broke the rules. It was that she was standing up for Verizon, a, cor- a small mom-and-pop <laughs> organization small. that that needs needs people to use its services. So she wasn't breaking the rules. Yeah. Um, and Ben is doing that thing where he knows he's with a crazy chick, but she's really hot, and <laughs> so he's going to do whatever he can to keep it. He's like, Hi, listen here. You know what you need to do? Bring that smile back. Where's that smile? There's that smile. (laughs) Yeah, give it six months. He's going to be like, I said stop calling me. Do not keep pounding on the door. I will not have a new door put in again. I'm begging you. (laughs) It's very reminiscent of of, uh, Kyle and Frank on Blow Deck Med. You can lose anything, but don't lose that smile. <laughs> so, um, Fraser, meanwhile, is like looking at himself in the mirror and he goes, I've got quite low nipples, I've decided. I'm going to get them augmented. Oh, fuck, I've got some schmutz. <laughs> and then Haley is realizing how fitted sheets work. She's like, fitted sheets really make life so much easier, really, don't they? Like a dick. Like a dick. Who can live without him? Am I right? Hey, trying to live without a dick. See how you sleep at night. Am I right? right oh, have you ever masturbated with a fitted seat sheet? Oh, it feels so good. By the way, it's a lie. That's the biggest lie I've ever heard. Fitted sheets 
Never make anyone's lives easier. Sure, they hold on to the mattress better than if you just did a, a top sheet. But let me tell you something. Every single time I make my bed, I'm like, fucking fitted sheet. You are the worst thing. I can never tell which side is the right side. Even when it has a little tag that's like side or top or bottom or whatever, they they curl up on you. You put one corner down, then you go to the other one. The first corner pops up again. Fitted sheets are the assholes of the linen world. And I'm just going to say that right now. They are the Camille's of linens. They no. are performatively, performatively good. But working with them, very difficult. I disagree. I find corners with my fingers and pinch them where the corners are. And then I say, is this big? Is this how much I love you? And if I stretch out my arms <laughs> and I can hug, then I'm like, no, that's not how much. I love you this much because I can't reach the other corner. So now I know which is the top and which is the bottom. Also, you need to get deep fitted sheets. Okay, if oh. you have a deep mattress, because I've got nine million things. I've got a mattress. I've got a foam topper. I've got a, t- a foam topper for the foam topper. I've got all sorts of shit on there, so I have deep ones. The evil one is a fucking flat sheet. Who do you think you are, and why are you curled up under my neck by the end of the night? Or how well, come you're wrapped around one big toe, and then I don't ever see you again? Well, you can't blame the the top sheet for your thrashing, sir, okay? That is on you. You're the one who t- went into the top sheet's home and unmoored it from its hospital corners and tangled it up around your big toe. Well, I decided to go back to top sheets because I wasn't using them because I used a duvet cover and I could just wash that. But getting that fucking thing inside the duvet cover every time, I'm yeah. over it. So I was like, I'm using top sheets so then I can wash a duvet cover less. Not working out. And by the way, speaking of duvet covers, for all those people that think they're so cl- – all those fresh math people who are on YouTube talking about the California rule method, you know, I use it. I do it. I don't like it. I don't like the process. I don't feel like it's that much easier than doing a big sloppy, you know, put the duvet into the duvet cover thing. I don't know if it's that much better. I do it because it's a challenge. It's like how I taught myself how to fold a fitted sheet, you know. It's like I do it not because I like it, but because I want to have that feather in my cap so I can say, oh, I know how to do the California roll. But it's not. It's. It's. I don't love it. I don't love that process. Well, I'll tell you this much. California rolls should not have mayonnaise. That's it. I've had your shit, California. I, okay. I'm into it. I actually don't mind the mayo and the California roll. There. I said it. Okay. Well, this show's right. over. Thanks, everybody, for coming. Yeah. Yeah. Go buy tickets. Um, so we'll uh, we can do this for three hours. <laughs> so then um, Camille is like, I'm fine, I'm going to do my work, fine. And then immediately breaks a glass. And she's I like, mean, motherfucker! Every single episode, breaking glass. Does she understand gravity? Does she understand the concept of holding on to things? I do. I was in a bathing suit recently. Okay, so <laughs> now on deck, Ben is like, hey, are you feeling, Ross? And Ross is like, amazing, I'm walking without with how hungover I am. And Tony's like, this guy was like fucking on top of my bed, man. Talking about Ben, because man, I forgot that too. That Ben was just like banging Camille. Yeah, going at it. And Tony's like, oh man, like next time, like let me know and I'll walk away. And Ben's like, oh, thanks, bro. Meanwhile, Tony's noises when he works out, 10 right. times louder than anything that came out of Ben's bed. Yeah, he wants to be the only one going, ah! <laughs> so now Fraser is having a talk with Captain Sandy, and he's like, Captain Sandy, I'm going to have Camille on early shift so I can be with her technically all day long, so there's no chance of there being any animosity when I'm not there. And Sandy goes, Thank you. Mad respect. Mad respect, yo. 
I love when Captain Sandy's suddenly on Sons of Anarchy. It's like, mad respect, dog. Okay. Wait, dog. Okay, with a W. Yeah, with a W. Because you know what the W stands for? The win. You know, you're not only in it to win, but the win is in the word. So you're in it to have win in your word. See what I'm saying? Dawog. And Fresh is like, oh, thank you so much. That means so much to me. I'm like, you know, skips off that he got a mad respect dog from Captain Sandy. <laughs> It's all he's wanted all his life. It's like, you disgusting human being. I mean, that is a compliment. Uh, so, prep sheet meeting. Okay, guys. Gosh. You know how when they build boats, they start with the stairs? I don't think they did that with this one. Is that true? I don't know. That's one of those things I'm I not... want a yacht. Let's talk about the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Spiral or straight? Wooden or metal? This boat ain't being built until we got the stairs down. Well, to be fair, all the boats I've, I've, I've capped and have come from the MC Escher Boat Company. So, you know. <laughs> so, I'm too stupid to get that one, but I'm assuming it was artistic. Now, I don't think they yeah. did that with this one. So, okay, Charter 4. Don't worry, <laughs> Usher's not here. Okay, let's. Uh, the mm. primary is Karen Bakshi. He owns multiple businesses in the Virginia area. Sorry, that has an I in it, but gosh, it's been a long time. Am I right? It not only has an I in it, you know why that I is in it? To win it. <laughs> Virginia to win Inja. Okay, <laughs> listen, Virginia, let me tell you about Virginia. Virginia, it, wa there, it wasn't going to win. Then you put an I in it. And now there's an eye that's in it to win it. Virginia, it's going to win. You know, there was just once this little girl who lived in the Midwest. Her name was Ya. And people said, you can't have that be your name. You're Virginia. Because she was a virgin. Well, then she got a little loose in high school. <sighs> Long story short, we call her slut, you know. You know, what can I tell you? Okay, let's get to let's get to Karen and his wife, Kapna. They travel together closely with their friends, and they never leave home without their hookah. Now, yeah. Well, what were know, you gonna say, other me? Yeah, go people ahead. People who don't leave home without their hookah. Come on, you know what I say. Now I know this is different because culturally, right? But my general rule is strip mall hookah people are not to be trusted. Who are like, hey, let's go to the hookah place. Yeah, that's my general rule. Now I know this is a little bit different because it's cultural, but I still people who carry around their own hookah to yachts, beware. Yeah, like well, yeah, exactly. I, I, yeah, it's it was a little bit of a red flag for me. Yeah, uh, I just think it's it's big. That's what I mean. You know, it's, it's like, big and bulky. hey, me and my friends like pool. We're bringing our pool table. Like, come on, you're on a boat. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, uh, by the way, I have to say, I love, I don't know if anyone else noticed this, but Chef Rachel, during this meeting, she had a little Golden Girls mug. And I have to say, I loved that. I love that that was there. Love the Golden Girls representation in this meeting. So, uh, guess what? They want their food hot. So, you know, uh, Rachel, this is a great chance for you to mention what you mentioned last last week. Uh -huh, okay, uh, I studied in India for a couple of months, like mainly Kerala and mainly Goa. So, it <laughs> shouldn't be a problem in my mind. As soon as she said that, I was like, oh, this is not going to go well. She's going to bring some of that, like, Kerala and Go Goa, that I studied in Kerala and Goa hubris to this, and it's just going to fall flat. Yeah. 
Because when you study everywhere, you you generally learn the most basic things, right? It's like, I know five languages. And you know how to say five, like, hello in five languages. Right. <laughs> and that's it. So I worry. Also, she's been around so much. And just seeing Rachel's personality, how she's, like, so amazing and hilarious and then so psychotic the next second, which we haven't really seen this season. But for longtime viewers, you know this to be true about Rachel. It makes me wonder if she's traveled so many places because she just get, keeps getting kicked out of countries. <laughs> also, I generally just get sometimes like I get nervous when um, when white people try to cook really spicy food because I feel like it never quite works out. Like we've seen a lot of Top Chef where it's like you're cooking Indian food for Padma and Padma's like, so did you mean for there to be no spice in this whatsoever? You idiot. Congratulations on having no clothes. Should Gail be throwing a blonde wig up in the world? Because this is very basic dove soap to me. <laughs> wow, this, what spice did you use? Was it Gail? You know, something <laughs> dull and unremarkable that makes no impact on my palate. It's actually negative spice. <laughs> it's so negative, I'm adding spice into your mouth now. It's time for a commercial. It's time for a crappin's come. The team at Hungry Root just sent me a new box. It's full of yummy stuff. This food is so delicious. You know, I'm really keeping it healthy these days. And it's super easy with Hungry Root. My personal favorite, love some grain bowls. I had a poke salmon bowl. Delicious. I had a chipotle gouda grilled cheese for something a little more cash. Mmm. That sounds wonderful. Hungry Root is your partner in healthy living. It is the easiest way to get fresh, high-quality groceries and simple, healthy recipes delivered to your door. You can take a fun, short quiz, and Hungry Root will get to know your personal health goals, what you like to eat, the kitchen appliances you use, and more. And then they'll build you a personalized cart with all your grocery needs for the week and give you delicious recipe recommendations to put those groceries to good use. Save hours planning, shopping, and cooking. Hungry Root delivers food you will love. Right now, Hungry Root is offering Watch What Crappens listeners 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash Crappens to get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash Crappens. Don't forget to use our link so they know we sent you. When you choose Organic Valley, not only will you be enjoying great-tasting dairy— You'll help to save over 1,600 small organic family farms who are protecting over 400,000 acres of organic farmland and all the plants and animals that call it home. This is dairy you can feel good about. It's great tasting, high quality organic dairy, ethically sourced from small organic family farms. To find Organic Valley Dairy near you, visit ov.coop. That's ov.coop. So the captain's like, okay, it's a Bollywood dinner party. Hot, hot, hot. And uh, Fritz was like, yes, they want a beach barbecue with the sand is soft and light. And that's up to you, Ross. And uh, Captain Sandy, they're going to need for you to repeat. What do you want me to repeat? You know, you know, just say it. Please just say it. Mad respect, dog. <laughs> God, I win. I win. <laughs> Hey, Frage, your eyes are going to the back of your head. Because I have mad respect right now. I've received it. So then <laughs> Sandy, Sandy all of a sudden has this new thing where she's like, Hey, so you know what I want to do for the first time in seven years? 
I want to emphasize that we leave the dock because that way they are going to ride by boat. And that makes you go, wow, look at this massive yacht. Look at all these toys. You know, you feel like James Bond, you know, because like, remember when Daniel Craig was like, hey, I got to go. I got to go spy on something. But first I need to go down a slide. So come on, James Bond it up, right? Dun, 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 dun. That might be a mission impossible, but guess what's not impossible? A slide. <laughs> so we saw this we saw this begin to happen in her below deck med season when she's like, Oh my god, the wind, holy wind, holy mother of wind, Santa Maria, Madre de Windows. Um, because wasn't hers the season where it was always windy, so they had to keep tendering people to the boat. And I think she just got addicted to it. And so now Maybe. she doesn't want to look like a wuss. So now she says, like James Bond would do. Yeah, because, I mean, she's always loved toys. She loves having all the toys out. I, I, that's not new. But the whole, uh, I'm, act, I'm actively going to go away from the docks. That way they have to make a entrance by boat is new. And that's very, I was like, that's just like James Bond. You know, James Bond showing up at a small boat to get on a bigger boat. Oh, and then afterwards, when they get here, they can beat us all up. Just like James Bond. <laughs> it feels like when my dad drops my mom off at the restaurant entrance because he has to parallel park and doesn't want to be berated the whole time. You know? <laughs> like, all right, it's a tough parking space. Pull out the James Bond boat. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, still wrong song. Dun, 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 dun. Right. It's, it's giving you know, me a real arrival. You know, it's funny because, you know, what's funny, other me, whenever I'm about to do the James Bond theme song, you come in with a non-James Bond theme song and kick it out of my head. And it takes me about a minute to get James Bond back in there. Okay. In it to win it, in it to win it, in it to win it, in it to win it. Why? Guys, we're going to make food real hot. Why? Cause the sky falls and the moon breaks and Ozempic. Sorry, I forgot. I forgot all the Adele lyrics, but God, I love that one. Golden mad respect, I full of so much mad respect. That's all <laughs> I can really remember from that song. I'm just gonna, you know, if you say mad respect over most James Bond songs, it works. Like. Nobody gives mad respect better. No. Hug finger. Mad respect. <laughs> <laughs> so then we go to Haley talking to Tony, and she's like, oh, I reckon they're going to be awful guests because everyone's been right nice so far, haven't they? Not one person has been inside of me yet. Respectful <laughs> people, every single one of them. Maybe not mad respectful, but human respectful and tony's like be positive shut up tony you just cried for three weeks because you couldn't fucking do your push-ups at the time you wanted to i love that tony is like a sleeper no pun intended but sleeper uh terrible person also like camille's getting all the attention but tony is like awful also yeah. so um then ross uh ross and katie are somewhere and on the boat and he's like it's romantic up here is it not she's like <laughs> it is not <laughs> like you're already taking him back. You're already welcoming him back in. Yeah. 
Yes, because I'm a hot girl. Anywhere I am, it's romantic, right? It's what they tell me in Miami. So then uh, Camille's like, the cabin's done. The laundry's done. I'm an organizational gal pal today. And is like, oh, that's wonderful. Let's hug. Just kidding. Please stay away from me. I'm hugging you in my mind. All right? <laughs> I'm giving you sad respect. It's a little different. Dog. You know, Camille is one of these people who does such a shit job all season long that the moment she does the base level of an okay job, she gets like all the good job, Camille's good job. She gets all you the respect. Did it. Yeah. Um, when I was a kid, I pretended that I couldn't skip because we like in PE, <laughs> we were all having skipping class. Like we were all learning to skip. And I was like, what? I can't do it. And I was like, Ronnie, everyone can skip but you. And then I waited till everyone else learned. And then I skipped properly. And they were like, yes, Ronnie skipped. <laughs> and it was like this huge parade they threw for me because I skipped once. And I was like, this is how to do it. You're like, you just needed to play my song. Hit it, boys. <laughs> skip, skip, skip to my loo. Hog finger. <laughs> Shirley Bassey. So um, Ben, um, I don't care. Ben forces Camille a little bit. Yeah, he's tired. And now it's bedtime. And so guess what happens? They go to bed. <laughs> okay. Go to bed. And now it's seven in the morning and um, Camille's wearing sunglasses. She's like, throw some sunglasses on and call it a fucking day. Am I right? Yeah. And she's like ironing shirts and she's like, I got one more white shirt to iron, and then everyone's going to look spiffy. And Captain Sandy, I guess, hears her say this and looks into the room and goes, Hey, proud of you. You proud of her, Alyssa? And Alyssa's like, very, I'm very proud. It's like, it's very exciting to see a Neanderthal do, you know, more than just hunting and gathering. I feel like a person who's just driven up in a car and seen somebody who thinks that they just invented the wheel. Like, I'm proud. Good job, babe. <laughs> hey, Alyssa, you enjoying this uh, view to a kill? <laughs> Just getting you in the mood. <laughs> getting you in the mood. So I didn't understand this part, and I'm sure it's inconsequential. But Fraser, Fraser's with Rachel, and he goes, where are the lights up in this bitch? And she goes, <laughs> thank you for making me laugh. Thank you. I I don't get it either, but you're right. It was a pretty big plot point. <laughs> I just was confused the rest of the episode. I was like, where are the lights in this bitch? And why are they so hilarious? <laughs> so Alyssa's like, um, uh, let's see. So Alyssa tells us, yeah, I see Camille working hard for the first time. And I guess it gives me hope. <laughs> so then it just cuts to Rachel going, eat me! I can write that in seven different languages. <laughs> hey, hey, all crew, all crew, we're gonna prepare to go off to the go, go off the dock. So you know, if you happen to see uh, someone in a tuxedo who's trying to get on this boat, tell them they're gonna try a little. I gotta try a little harder. Okay, da 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 da. Mad respect, mad respect, mad respect, mad respect. <laughs> Bad respect, mad 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 respect,
Um, so now it's <laughs> now <laughs> it's anchor up, and Tony's like, now the Camille is in interior, we don't notice it, so I think it's okay. We're fine. I was like, yeah, until someone takes away your juice before your nap. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, so then, uh, uh, so the anchor's down. Guess what? Oh, actually, before that, Frazier goes up to Camille and goes, all right, all right, Camille, just watch how I do things. There's a reason for why I do most things. You're going to learn a lot. So, for instance, notice how I hold this glass, okay? Hands around the glass. And what, what you don't do is you don't do jazz hands with both hands while you're holding the glass. And look how, <laughs> look how it stays and doesn't break. Swing that stern, Sandy Sisu. All right, man, we don't make Sandy's name into Sandy Sisu while we're letting go of the glass. All right, focus, <laughs> focus. Uh, so they're hey. getting um, the anchor down, the three shackles in the water, and Kitty goes, good thing I showered today. And Ross is like, oh, we're all thankful for that. She's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, hey, so, uh, crew, you get into whites, and now you go and grab the guests, okay? So, Fraser's Fraser then says, announces that they're going to have, we're going to allocate specific napkins for the champagne because we can't be taking them from the few sets that we have. I don't know why I wrote that down. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was going to actually be a plot point, like, oh, no, we ran out of the specific napkins. Where are the allocated <laughs> specific napkins for the champagne? <laughs> well, you never know on this show, you know. So then the guests are coming up, and they see the boat, and she's like, come on, everybody, where's the smiles? I want you guys to smile like James Bond. Let me picture, <laughs> let me picture the most recent James Bond. What's his name again? You said his name. Daniel, Daniel Craig. Craig. Let me just picture Daniel Craig smiling. Oh, God, please don't smile. Oh, now I remember. Don't smile, everyone. This is a James Bond boat, okay? We have not fixed your teeth. Okay, no <laughs> smiles. Listen, I want to see those smiles. Don't keep them for your eyes only, okay? Come on now. Come on. All right, guys. You know what? Do Pierce Brosnan smiles, okay? <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to st- skip bonds, okay? <laughs> so these guests are on Tinder, and they're, like, hooking and wooing a lot. They're like, yes, it's our hookah. <laughs> just kidding. They have the hookah out all the time. So the captain's like, Wow. What a way to arrive. Very James Bond. <laughs> yeah. You know what? The way, the way it's it's like in that famous James Bond movie where he shows up with a hookah and says, I'm hungry. God. So classic. Octo hookah. <laughs> no time to hookah. <laughs> hey, hookah another up day. And get on this boat. You only live twice. Am I right? <laughs> So they the living hookah lights. And um, they're like, nice to meet you. And Rachel's like, I studied there. And she says hello <laughs> in Hindi. And they're like, wow, uh, very terrible. And she's like, welcome <laughs> to your tour. And then, of course, they're going on the tour. And one guy's like, oh, is this the only spot we can do hookah? Because we like to do it different places. So if your hookah doesn't need wind, uh, this this is a good spot for hookah. I was like, see? This is this is a hookah person. Always worried about their fucking hookah. She's showing you the boat. Calm your ass down, okay? You can hookah wherever the fuck you want, sir. <laughs> I know. Yeah, so, yeah, there's these two guys. There's Rahul and Vivek. 
and they are not the primaries and they are all about being bossy and making demands. It's the classic, classic thing of the guest who is the, the most annoying person of all. And one of them goes, and this is my favorite kind of guest. Like when I was a waiter, this was my favorite. I'm impressed, but not totally. <laughs> yeah, that was Vivek. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was Vivek a, who did that. It could be better. It's the, the <laughs> famous New York thing. How was your meal? It could have been better. It could be better. <laughs> could be better. Could be better. <laughs> Which actually, I feel like in New York, in New York parlance means, actually, I liked it quite a bit. Yeah, it was really yeah, good. it was good. It was good, but I don't trust you to make it good again. You know? <laughs> could be better. Could be better. <laughs> it's just trying to motivate you to do better, you know? So then Tony's outside going, Oh, I need to drink some water or else I'm going to get sick. So, uh, you know, he's like a delicate flower at all times. And now the guests are all ready. They're like, they want booze. We want booze. We want booze and everything. And um, Alyssa's, we just see them just like ordering drink after drink after drink. And Alyssa's making all these drinks. And she's like, they seem demanding and they're drinking like fish. These guys are going to like rip our babe asses apart. And the lady is like, I want food. What time is lunch? I'm sorry, but I want food. I need food. What time is lunch? And they're like, here's the aft deck. I want food. Nice <laughs> deck, kind of, but not really. Can I have some food? I'm starving. <laughs> and so Rachel's like, well, the guest spice level is quite high, which means murder sauce. It's why you're screaming my name. And I don't mean in a sexual way. <laughs> and I thought, like, you know, we saw her put a whole bunch of scotch bonnets in a blender. So I was like, well, that looks pretty spicy to me. What is a scotch bonnet? I don't know what that is. Well, it's a type of pepper. Or oh. could be a bonnet you wear in your head that you got from Scotland. But yeah. most likely we're referring scotch to anything scotch. anything doesn't sound hot. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> it sounds like a good, it sounds like a fun old man who tells you stories with a red nose at a bar. <laughs> well, I can assure you, Scotch bonds are pretty damn spicy, but maybe this cast might say otherwise. <laughs> well, I guess we're about to find out, eh? So Rachel's like, fish and chorizo, Mexican theme. That's my palate, and these guests have got a hot palate. Murder sauce! So Ross uh, sends Katie to get some swim gear, and Tony's like, um, well... I just got back. I just got back from eating, but there wasn't enough meat. There was only two pieces, so I hope you get to have some. I'm like Tony, you just went down and decimated all the meat for your protein. <laughs> I know that's what he was doing, and then shrouding it in this veil of like, oh man, I really care about you. I want. I hope you guys get to have. I ate the last two pieces of meat, but uh, I hope you get to have it someday because it was really wonderful. I had to eat a lot. I had to hit a lot because I work out. He's that sort of person that because he works out, he's like entitled to have more meat. He's entitled to have more of the food. Like, well, I got to because I work out a lot, guys. Like, duh. Yeah. So then Cameron Fraser is setting the table and he's noticing that she's working hard because Camille's all of us on November. I mean, uh, Camille is all of us on January 1st. We're like, oh, my God. Yes. Look at me. I have a green shake. I've only eaten a fingernail for breakfast. This is the year I finally do it. And then by noon, you're like, you know, halfway through uh, two dominoes for the price of one special. Yeah. This is so Camille. So no, she's being Camille happy was and me actually as a child. Working. Camille was me as a child. Camille was when my parents were like, you know what, Ben? We're sending you to sleepaway camp. <laughs> and I, I thought, I was like, well, 
if I do the dishes, they're going to change their mind. So I like did all the dishes that day. Like I was like, so on top of it. And then by the next day I was like, Ugh, never mind. <laughs> Send me away. <laughs> Fine. I'll go. Uh, so anyway, Fraser sees her doing that and he's like, Camille is working harder and I feel it. And I totally appreciate it. That's a lot of responsibility in oneself to realize you fucked up and then work harder. <laughs> you know, uh, if I did have the power to give her mad respect, I would, but that doesn't lie with me, unfortunately. I just can only wonder what it must be like to have mad respect and be a kiddo. <laughs> so then Ross and Ben, Ross is like, um, all right, uh, Tony, you know, look, we got to talk about your sense of urgency, you know? Oh, no, he's telling Ben about Tony. He's like, I mean, Tony, the sense of urgency. I don't care about meat. I care about you changing. All right, that's what I care about, change. And Ben's like, well, it has to be that everyone works at the same level or you don't respect their work ethic. Hey, yeah. listen here, you're boning Camille. I don't think you have anything to say about anything. I think he just literally means like he doesn't need Tony to change as a person. He literally says, I just need him to get changed so I can get changed next. That's like literally all he needs. And Tony is, of course, down there like eating full meals, drinking water, <laughs> doing like doing push-ups, doing whatever he's doing, you know? So um, so then the guests are all like dancing on the deck. They're having a great time. I mean, we don't know that these are really awful people just yet. We just know they're like ready to party, a little demanding. We got, you know, we got that classic. You know, people who are not the primaries trying to act like they're primaries. But for all for all intents and purposes, we think they're general, generally nice. And they see Captain Sandy and they're like, oh, Captain Sandy, come dance, come dance with us. So then Captain Sandy's like, oh, I don't know this dance. I don't know how to do this dance. I'm like, really? Captain Sandy doesn't know how to do the Bollywood dance. What a shock. Uh, yeah. So she starts some weird twerking thing, which is something. And she goes, well, look at me. I can bust a move, okay? I'm the fun captain. Why not have a fun dance party with the guests? You know, what am I going to do? Live in a quantum of solace? <laughs> no. You, you know, when it comes to making fun for the guests, the world is not enough, okay? I, I'm going to give the world plus a twerk. <laughs> I'm here to party. Who brought a thunderball? Let's do it. <laughs> Hey, does anyone here have a golden gun? I heard there was a man with a golden gun here. Who <laughs> <laughs> just want to see it, okay? It's time for a commercial. It's time for... Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. They're like, I'm hungry. I am hungry. That same lady is like, I am so hungry. Do we get to eat? <laughs> so Fraser's like, oh, my God, three days of this. I cannot deal with this. <laughs> hey, all crew, all crew. Even though uh, we just left the doctor come out here and I made you put out all the toys. Guess what? We're going to go somewhere else. Okay, we're going to go back to the harbor. Everyone pull up that anchor. Um, so she goes, excellent work. And Ben says, um, say thank you. And Katie's like, 
Thank you. It's like, whoa, jeez. <laughs> God, I have never heard somebody talk like their radio battery is low in real life. That, that was an experience. Hey, all crew, all crew. You know, we're trying to have a James Bond moment here, not gremlins. So can we work on our radio voice? Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, so, you know, the lady's still like, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. And now they're all I'm like, hungry. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Feed me. Hungry. Feed me. And the lady's like, I'm literally starving. And so then Payal starts chanting, I am hungry. I am hungry. Impatient. Uh, Fraser's inside with Rachel. He's like, they're impatient. There's a lady screaming, I'm hungry. <laughs> if you could imagine that. <laughs> and it's actually Camille, so I probably should tell her to stop doing that. So Rachel's like, uh, I mean, if lunch is a little late, I own it, uh, but it's not. So shut the fuck up. I'm in chef mode. <laughs> so uh, then they start serving, and Fraser's serving some mahi-mahi. And then Vivek is like, I am starving, and I need food right now. Right now! And so uh, the mahi-mahi is going around, and then Rachel keeps giving these dishes to Camille to bring up. And since it's a Mexican lunch... Uh, like they're Spanish, then the name is in Spanish, and Camille does not know anything. Like she's <laughs> Rachel's like, hey, here's some queso fundido to bring up, and she's like, queso fundido. We're bringing up queso fundido. Yeah, it's 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 melted with hock and cheese, melted one hock and cheese. What is it? And she's all right, and this is chorizo. She's like charro, charro, pizza. Feed. This is a taco. It's fucking the taxi Camille. cab. God. So immediately they taste it, and the guy's like, "The fish is dry," and Payal's like, "I don't like it." And another lady says, "This is disgusting." Okay, you guys, really? It's disgusting. <laughs> like, you're paying a lot of money. You have every right not to like something, but you're all gonna unanimously agree on disgusting. Come I know. Now. But to be fair, they are also not being pitched the food very well because Rachel makes a tri tip and Camille goes up there and goes, um, so this is a dry tip dusted with cumin. <laughs> you guys, I hope you're enjoying your fondant, your churrito, and your Juan honk. Okay. Uh, here is a sad salad. It's salsa. Salsa. <laughs> So one of them is like, on my preference sheet, I wrote hot. I wrote eight in hot, which they said early in the preference meeting, she preferred a seven in hot. So Ooh. I like that she's exaggerating a point in her hot scale. To point very James out. Bond. So, yeah, it's very the spy who loved me. So um, <laughs> Rachel comes up and she's like, um, this is a homemade scotch bonnet sauce and a local hot sauce. So it's going to be pretty fucking hot. Watch your assholes, everybody. <laughs> and Kamna, who's one of the primaries, is like, well, we definitely like our food to be more spicy, more hot and more spicy. And this was very bland for me. Hey, hi, Kamna. This is Padma Lakshmi. I just want you to know you're on Bravo now. So feel free to go in hard. So some recommendations I have is to say maybe, did you mean this to taste like a piece of cardboard, you stupid idiot, non-famous person? Bye. Was my tongue not meant to feel anything when I ate this food? Would you feel comfortable serving this food to my dear friend, Ali Wong? <laughs> so, um, Kamna's like, the only thing I like is the chorizo. That's bad. 
And the other lady's like, terrible. And she says, well, the only thing I want is salad. I need a fresh plate. <laughs> Girl, you think that was bad? Wait, wait until you ask for a fresh plate. Because <laughs> that's not going to happen. <laughs> I mean, would you like some shards of glass? Because Camille can be right on that. <laughs> Your server is Camille. Okay. <laughs> I know. So they get up and they go change. And... Um, Someone says something looks amazing and they want to go stop over there. And so he's like, talk to the captain, talk to the captain. And they're like, yes, look at the views. So now they're being really nice because, you know, God made this, God made this, God composed this one, right? Could be better. Beautiful mountain, beautiful peak. Could be better. I'm hungry. (laughs) Yeah, they're ready to eat again. So now there's like lots of, um, there's like lots, it's like the water toys are out and everything and they're on the jet skis. And Rahul, he has this moment where he's on the jet ski and he's like coming back to the boat. Like he's going to like drop it off and get back on. And then just as he gets the boat, he like swishes out the other direction. He goes, I'll be back. Ha 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 ha. I'm like, great, great prank, sir. (laughs) Great, great one. You sure got us. Oh, so Fraser compliments Camille again. He's like, you know what, babe? Knowing your interior only makes it so much better. She's like, oh, yeah, it's better for me, too. So, Which is funny, because I feel like most people say to, to Camille, seeing your interior makes me realize how terrible of a person you are. <laughs> so what's on the inside, that counts. And unfortunately, it does count in this situation. So the captain, um, who cares? So then Ross and Katie are lying down, and he's like, this is all we wanted. And then she tells us, work Ross is crazy, but we haven't had sex because he gets sloppy and drunk and hits on everybody. And I can't have I can't have him like, oh, she goes, and I can't be with him like that or I look like an idiot. You already look like it's a fucking idiot. It doesn't matter if a penis was inserted into a vagina, ma'am. You already look like an idiot for following this guy around when he's treating you like yeah. shit. I think actually she would look like less of an idiot if she had sex with him because then she'd be like, well, I don't fucking care. He's a dog, but I'm horned and I want some. I'd be like, you know what? I respect that. You know, go get some. But the fact that she's holding off like there's actually potential here, but he just, the, the, the implication is that she's hanging around in the hope that he cleans up his act. Like that's the implication, right? That's why she's doing this. That's where you look like an idiot because he's not changing. Yeah, and he goes, oh, am I out of the doghouse yet? She's like, until next time when we go out and you do it again. So that's what's worse. It's like you're smart enough to know. know? You're smart enough to know. That's where it is just don't care. So then we see Alyssa and Camille, and Alyssa's like, hey, babe, (laughs) did you do cabins, babe? (laughs) And Camille goes, "Uh uh-huh. Oh, no, she goes, "Uh uh-uh. I can't hear anything on my radio today. Say something because I'm getting like other people's chatter and not anyone else's. There was like this really like scary gremlin that was on there. Did you hear that? The gremlin? Did someone like put something in the water? I swear to God, it was a gremlin. Uh, and Alyssa's like, yeah, doing my job to the fullest and then turning around and begging Camille to do her job. is It's like a slap in the face. But to Camille, she's like, Camille, Camille likes a seal. Camille never peels. Camille's such a heel. Hunter would kill. Looks bad and teal. Can't be for real. No Jennifer Beale. I don't know. I'm just rhyming things um, without saying babe to show you that I'm making an effort. <laughs> Ow. Sorry, Katie just ran over my foot in her little Corvette. Feels like, okay, I can hear that one. (laughs) Well, she's back to the same attitude. Like, how am I supposed to manage someone who doesn't want to be managed? (laughs) And then it cuts to Camille. It cuts to Camille staring at the giant 
globe going, I love these colors. <laughs> Camille, <laughs> entranced by... When we say that Camille is a very global person, it has nothing to do with anything about being world travel. She just looks at globes. I mean, there's something they use blue for the water. I mean, (laughs) something. Artists. Fucking Wow. So then Sandy, of course, sees Camille and says, hey, what are you doing now? And Camille goes, just standing by for service. Hey, you know what? I'm really proud of you for turning it around. Just the way Daniel Craig did when he joined the James Bond franchise. <laughs> Am I right? Casino Royale. What a movie. Hey, I don't want to fire you, okay? I don't want to do that. And Camille's like, well, I don't want you to fire me. It's not fun for me, okay? It's not, all right? Because you know you know what it is fun for me? Getting diamonds because they're forever. That was more of a stretch, I'll admit it. But, you know, it was either that or Moonraker. And I don't know how we're getting Moonraker into this thing. I'll show you stretch. It's like, okay, Tony, you know what? You've got your 6 a.m. I don't need any more from you. So um, Alyssa's at the bar, and she's like, oh, my God, these guests are going to wear us down. But, like, I guess it's going well for day one. And Fraser's like, make your mama proud. <laughs> yeah. And so now the guests are uh, are going to be are like par- partying in the hot tub and everything. And now Tony's on his phone in the room, and uh, he's saying uh, he's calling his mom, and he's like, "Oh, I'm just like really tired because like we work these crazy hours, and it's like so difficult. And then we finish, and then like I don't know what I'm gonna do with the rest of my life after this. Oh wait, I just had an idea: protein and working out. Okay, cool. So I got the next sixty years settled." <laughs> So now back with Katie and Ross. Katie's like, okay, so, you know, like, I know that Tony's, like, tired all the time, but maybe you should say to him, like, what's the need to wake up at, like, 4 a.m. to work out? (laughs) And Ross is like, yes, uh, I need to do something. I need to say something. Hey, another thing. Have you ever seen one of your friends get put into a blender and destroyed that way? It's so traumatic. No, no, I'm friends with humans not gremlins oh yeah i keep forgetting i keep forgetting (laughs) don't get me wet or you will be (laughs) don't feed me after midnight Uh, so the captain's like oh wow rachel well i looked at your menu there's only five items there i see she goes yeah i knocked one off the watermelon which the captain you know would normally be like excuse me how did we knock down an item? I think we need to call Mary Time Law about that. Court is in session. Dun, dun. <laughs> but you know what? I was a little sad to lose that watermelon because you know who did have a lot of mad respect for me? Gallagher. But you know what? It's a tough group, so I get it. No Gallagher. So can I say something? Um, Rachel's pairings are weird to me. So for lunch, she served chorizo and mahi-mahi which sounds weird. And now she's serving clams and Spanish meatballs. This just sounds like a lot of toilet work (laughs) happening. (laughs) And isn't there Spanish chorizo in this one too? She did like Mexican chorizo during the day and Spanish in in the evening or something. She just made them into circles at night, I guess. So she's like, uh, dear God, please, please be happy with me, please. And Haley's like, well, I'm quite happy, but these, uh, you know, doing your balls have made my hands quite mealy. That sounds <laughs> sexy enough for you. I'm, I'm having trouble with the sexual comments, so I'm just making everything sexual. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to see what sticks, which is sort of how I have my sexual life anyway. So uh, now Alyssa's talking to Fraser, and she's like, 
I just need to get over myself and forgive Camille, babe. Because, like, for what's going on, for everything she's doing, I just have to move forward. And he's like, well, it's not about forgiving anyone. It's about doing what you can do to get mad respect from Captain Sandy, which apparently I already have. <laughs> so just want to announce that. <laughs> this morning, she told me I had a golden pussy. <laughs> <laughs> my best days alive and also it's like yeah but for me it is for forgiveness because like if she just pushed like 10% harder she'd be on everyone else's level so like how do we motivate her to get to that step I know got- you should walk right behind her saying babe a lot <laughs> here's what we're gonna do okay this is how we're gonna make Camille feel motivated we're gonna give her lots of positive reinforcement a pat on the back and tell her guess what you are on Her Majesty's Secret Service, and what you're doing is very important, and you're doing a great job. That'll work. Well, she's performing, but her performance is, like, very performative. Like, when she's in front of Fraser, she's Miss Perfect, and then the second she leaves, it's back to day one, and it just seems like she's getting away with a lot. It's sad that, like, Camille's Camille's Miss version of Miss Perfect is how she is in front of Fraser because she's still pretty terrible. Like she's like, well, guess what? I made the bed. It's like, oh, Camille, well, you actually just hung a fitted sheet around the chandelier. But I understood what you were trying to go for. So good job anyway. But it's also because the way Fraser structured it, he's the chief stew, but he really is just delegated. He's like, okay, yeah. you're second stew. You deal with everything, you know? Because I feel like on any other season, it... She's kind of the chief stew at this point because she's constantly on Camille. And I feel like yeah. on any other season, they'd be like, you're not my boss. Like, you're just right. the second stew. Who cares, you know? So now it's time for dinner. It's like a birthday dinner. It's like a secret garden birthday dinner in like a table that we've never seen used before, by the way. It's like a whole new table. It's a whole new mid-season table. You can't just like add that. So they go in and they sing happy birthday and the guests sit down and they seem at first they seem much happier. It's like, oh, this is really delicious. So you think, oh, it's one of these episodes where they're really crabby at first. But then the second meal, they like a lot more. And it's a whole redemption arc. So it's like, okay, very nice. But then I don't know if it was the clams or the chorizo or whatever. The chorizo. Rahul is like, it's cold. It's not warm. And they're like, I don't like this. Uh, do you have a paper napkin? I need a paper napkin, please. And so they're like, uh, okay. So Fraser's like, well, she wants a paper napkin to spit it out in. So he goes all the way downstairs for whatever reason to get a paper napkin and brings it all the way back up. And she's kept it in her mouth the whole time. And then she's like, <laughs> Ever. I know at that point, girl, just, Yeah. So she's like, am I mean to say that that I've tasted one of the best foods and one of the worst foods here? Some things are amazing and some things are not. Uh, I guess you are a little mean for saying that. And Fraser's like, well, I'm not going to tell Rachel because with some guests you're fighting fire and sometimes feedback is not worth the drama. And it cuts to Rachel going, oh, yeah, I hope they tip well. (laughs) Like thinking she's killing it. Fraser goes, that's a secret between myself, the guests. And the trash can. Hey, babe, why are you telling Camille secrets? You said something about a trash can? <laughs> so then they serve meatballs, or I guess these are the meatballs, right? And Kavanaugh's like, tastes like mutton. I was like, is that bad? Is <laughs> I that know. Bad or good? I don't my, know. I've never heard uh, that. Might not be good. Might not be the best. I'm going to say, you know what? 
probably not good. But then finally they get something they like. There's like basically deep fried manchego and mushrooms. And a girl's like, well, it's deep fried cheese and has deep fried and it has cheese in it. So you can't go wrong. So we found the sweet spot for these people. Deep fried cheese. Yeah, empanadas. That's yeah. the way to go. So then Haley and Alyssa are working, and um, Alyssa's like, oh, my God, Frasier is on one. The guests are, like, horrible. And Haley's like, yeah, I've got a problem with everything. They're dickheads. At least not as good as dickheads. I'd jump right on those dickheads if I had the chance, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> just regular heads. Actually, I'd jump on heads as well. I don't know. It's just not nice. All right? Just cut that all out. Just cut that all out. All yeah, right? it's not Except nice. the dickheads part. Yeah, that is not nice guess, although I do like that they brought a giant dildo. That's a hookah. Oh, that explains all the burning I felt when I used it. Okay. Well, I was just going to say it was eight hot guys because eight hoses just fucked me really nice. <laughs> <laughs> so they're talking about tomorrow's picnic and um, Kamna's like, oh, I'm so excited for tomorrow's picnic. And one of the guys goes, yes, I want a good spot. No rocks. Like, oh, okay. You know, write a letter to God, you know, write a letter to God or whoever made the fucking beach, <laughs> sir. Yeah, seriously. So now they're, they're smoking hook upstairs and they're just being like party. They're just partying, getting drunk. And Rahul's like, I want in the next two minutes, all the crew right now, all the crew. And Alyssa's like, well, everybody's working, babe. Yeah. It's like, fine, give us cigars. So they start smoking cigars, but they're all smoking them backwards. <laughs> so they all have a little sticker on the t- They're not smoking from the end of the little stickers. They're all doing it backwards. They all look like idiots. Like, just, it was great. It was actually a great, great moment. Yeah, Alyssa's like, it's so fucking funny to see these guests smoking their dick-like cigars backwards, balls deep in their mouths. So good. So they party and order and order and order and order and order and order. And Alyssa hates their guts. And um, she goes to bed at 3.40 in the morning. And then 20 minutes later, Tony wakes up to start working out. Which, by the way, you know, the other thing that I hate about Tony doing this is that, like, it's not inconceivable for guests to actually be awake at 4 a.m. And he, like, goes out to the deck in his tank top and shorts. And it's like, dude, like, this is – the deck is – still. it's not – you're – you're on charter. Like, this is not your place to be working out. I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm not <laughs> I'm like all married time. Out. I just, I've just, she's just such a fucking baby. There's like an it. amount of entitlement, God. you know, yeah. it's like, this is his time to work out. If there happen to be guests up there, so be it. So the guests are like breaking glasses. They leave a total mess. There's stuff all over the place. And Alyssa's like, I don't mind cleaning up for the guests. But like when you start to be rude, I will wipe my ass with your pillow and just like put it back. These bitches need to leave. Yeah. Uh, don't put that on your resume, though. I will say. <laughs> <laughs> don't keep that part on the inside. So, so time to haul anchor. And Ross is like, Tony, Tony, time to hold the anchor. And he's like, um, let me just breathe some fresh air before the cave. Tony, get your ass down there. <laughs> Go down now. Ross goes, oh, you're not ready. He's like, let me articulate this out loud for everyone to hear that Tony is not ready. And he, Tony goes, no, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. <sighs> Big yawn. Oh, I hope I don't okay have any there? meat burps. Oh. Are you okay over there? I hear you yawning. He's like, yeah, I'm just bored. <laughs> he's like doing the anchor, just announcing he's bored. So guess what? Anchor is in the pocket. Anchor is in the pocket. Well done, everyone. Okay, let's let's go somewhere. I want to make sure that we uh, pass, a, uh, go buy some fish and, 
and look, hey, look at that, look at that octopus there. She's a real, she's a real slutty octopus showing her pussy, her octo pussy. There, I got there. I know. So I think for, you already said it earlier this episode, but I, I felt like I, I wanted to go okay. back. It's okay. Listen, I always well. enjoy watching you hike around. You know. <laughs> uh, so Fraser comes downstairs and he reads the whiteboard, and Alyssa's written, "The guests were rude." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, there's my report. The guests suck. So Cam's doing laundry, and she's like, oh, my God, this is so cute. I love this dress. I I cannot believe she didn't show up on deck wearing this dress. I was half expecting her to be like, anybody want lunch? (laughs) I know, just just wearing it. I used to date a quarterback. Um, So uh, now Ross is talking to Tony. He's like, so uh, I just wanted to, t- to ask you about, uh, you were saying you weren't feeling very well. He's like, oh, yeah, my sinus gets infected when I don't have enough protein. And when that happened, I get terrible headaches that can only be solved by loud working out. <laughs> well, I know you like to work out at 4 a.m., so maybe you're tired. He goes, no, that's my life. It's my life. And I don't change up for anyone. I don't feel like anyone works faster than me. You ask me to pull lines, and you guys need two people, and I do it by myself. And he's like, yes, well, your strength doesn't know any bounds, Tony. And we appreciate that. But if you need more sleep, and he's like, it won't make a difference because this is what keeps me sane. Yeah, he's like, it'll just be worse. And Ross goes, well, it would never, I would never want, to, you know, to this to, to have this conversation for no reason. It's just we're having this chat so we can work together because we want everyone to share the workload. And Tony was like, well, I mean, if you feel like I need to go faster, I can. I fully understand you. I'll do my best. He goes, it's just in the second part of the day. We need to keep pushing. We No, I'm only pushing. living daylights. <laughs> I appreciate that you're living daylights, but we need you living nightlights too. And so um, he's like, okay, like, I want to be here, so um, I'm going to try, basically. So Fraser and Haley, he's like, the guests were so rude to us last night. She's like, they're fucking horrible. They were saying to us about cigars. They were smoking them from the wrong way. I could fuck a cigar better than they could smoke one. I mean, what fucking morons are they? <laughs> so now um, Fraser's. The, the plan for today is this, this beach picnic, okay? And they really want to go. Kapna's, who, Kapna, Kapna or Kamna? I forget. She really wants to go as early as possible. So um, so now they're going to start preparing for this. So Ross and Sandy get onto the, onto the tender, and they start scouting out beaches. So the first one they look at, Sandy's like, oh, no, this is not, this is not a James Bond beach. This is like a, this is like a Jack Tripper beach, the total opposite, okay? We need James bond right now oh gosh what is this a jack ryan a jack, <laughs> jack ryan, ryan beach that's I what i was anyone, trying to say i don't want jack anyone Cooper. coming onto this jack ryan beach i mean that's free with prime and we've already all got prime <laughs> it needs to be more special you know what's funny about jack ryan and daniel craig they could also be named craig craig daniel and ryan jack it's a lot of first names <laughs> Oh, Jesus, is this a Reacher beach? No, I won't do that. You know what? That whole channel's becoming for dads. You know what? That's one. This is spectacular. Now that's a beach straight from Russia with love. Get over there. (laughs) At first, I thought this was a beach only for kids, specifically spy kids. But you know what? 
I think it's James Bond worthy now. So she picks the beach, which I was like, this is going to be a disaster, right? Well, they don't so, even go onto the beach. They just see it from afar. And she's like, oh, look, there's trees. Let's use that's it. That's it. I don't see any rocks. Let's go there. So um, I don't care about the rocks that you got. I'm still, I'm still Sandy from the block. So Camille brings a guy a shot and he goes, I need a lime. And so she brings him a lime and he goes, this is actually an orange. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not. It's a lime. I was so confused. I was like, what is going on with this guy? So then um, they're getting ready for the beach thing, getting the right amount of tongs. And Fraser goes with Ross and Tony to take stuff to the beach to get set up. And he's like, um, I just realized that this... (laughs) Just realizing something about the... The four-wheel drive cars that are parked, lined up close by to here, and the stray dogs, and so... the, uh, <laughs> the needles and bottle caps. He's <laughs> like the, the bottle caps and the old syringe. <laughs> um, but my lane doesn't say where we picnic, so wow, I've got to put lipstick on one hell of a pig. <laughs> and so the guests are so excited to get to this beach right and they get there and Alyssa <laughs> Alyssa walks onto the beach and she's like um it smells like animal poo babe because <laughs> there was a horse that was just there someone was just there on a horse and that horse was puping everywhere you know it's like this is one of the like the bottom five beaches they've ever been to and this all is terrible it's families everywhere public parking like kids running around dogs running around horses fucking running around and so Rachel's like um Alyssa everything should be warm and fucking perfect for you it's like babe I just want it to be warm and perfect for you it's is this just how they do it with the yachting, by the way, that they just go up to any old beach and decide this is where they want to have their like their 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 lunches? Is it or is, do you think that they like scout out, okay, here are the public beaches, this is the one that we can use? It seems wild that they just like pluck a beach from an island just to be like, okay, we're gonna eat here. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, this is definitely this is definitely the worst. And you can tell that the captain doesn't usually do this. You know, yeah. So, because usually they're like, let's find the private one. You know, there's no one on that one. Let's go to that one. So, um, Ross is, Ross gets the tender, get fucking A. He gets on the tender and leaves. And as he waves, he's like, God, I don't like them. Please leave and don't come back. Oh, no, this is Fraser. Fraser. He's like, what a horrible leave group and of don't people. come back. What a horrible group of people. <laughs> he's just waving as they head off. So they get there and. They're horrified. And I'm actually very much on their side with this. I'm on you know, their side, too. And I know it sounded actually like a really foofy request, like a, a, a beach with light sand. But like <laughs> the truth is, that beach was really rocky. And if you're barefoot, that sucks. Like It's really unpleasant. And, it was, and on top of that, there really wasn't that much sand. It was just kind of like grassy. It was grassy. And it was just, it was horrific. Yeah, so they're like, we're hungry, we're hungry. Oh, my God, there's rocks here. And so they're hungry, they're hungry, they're hungry. And the guy's like, do we have to help ourselves? And Rachel's like, well, we're going to do our sides first, and then we're doing either pancake or beef burger. And the lady's like, I don't like the beach, but the view is beautiful because Hmm. it's ocean. How could it not be? But the guy's like, there's rocks here. And meanwhile, a stray dog is just like wandering up to the table. Like, <laughs> just like, not what you want, a stray dog. 
A and stray dog comes over and then sits there, like sits at their table to beg. Well, well then Tony starts like petting all the stray dogs. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know, fleas, rabies. I'm just like not wanting my my yacht staff to be petting the stray dogs. I'm encouraging them to stay there. Mm. So, so they did not like this, right? So no. then um the captain, we cut to the boat, and Haley is lying on a mess bench stretching her ankles in the air across from captain sandy who is also stretching her ankles in the air they're lying down and she's like oh, what the fuck are we doing last time i did this i was given an eight pack of ping pong balls first at least i mean what's <laughs> the point of this and captain sandy's like you gotta do it or you won't be happy okay seen pharrell lately probably not hasn't been putting his ankles in the air okay <laughs> <laughs> you know what you gotta make the time you gotta make the time to do this because honestly life is gonna fly by just look at pharrell <laughs> looking flying by he's not popular anymore so uh i don't know pharrell may still be very popular rahul meanwhile on the boat is like i'm like why am i making statements about because i know i'm gonna get i'm you know i'm gonna get emails are like actually ben pharrell is very popular and he has a new album coming out yeah pharrell's in his car right now like what the fuck <laughs> fuck you pharrell's like just about to like tweet out you know there's this great new podcast called watch what watch what crappens you all should listen he's like and delete <laughs> how do they say i'm not popular anymore so they're not happy with the beach and one of the guys is like i'm not happy there are so many beautiful spots in the world i don't Oh, the water even looks like uh, backwater. We asked yeah. for secluded. And, you know, hate to say it, on his side. Still. On his side. And yeah, they're, they're like, like, yeah, it looks like a campground. Like, what yeah. the f- I think I just saw Lauren Manzo, like, leave a trailer, mad that her brothers weren't being nice to her. Like, like, what are the we fuck? in the Poconos? What's going on? <laughs> so, um, so Rachel, Rachel comes back to the boat and Sandy's like, hey. How did it go, Rachel? You want to stretch? And she's like, yeah, well, well, the guests are happy. <laughs> and then got back on the boat, and back on the shore. Everyone is so mad. <laughs> Vivek is like, this is like the Jersey Shore. It's like garbage. It's total garbage. Yeah, total garbage. And Camille, of course, is just like swimming in the ocean with the guests. Not helping, really. She's just swimming around near them. And so right, she takes shots to them in the water, but then she just stays with them and swims. And everyone yeah. else is cleaning up to go. Of course. So Alyssa's like, I'm going to go. Like, whatever. So she leaves. She goes back to the boat. So now that they are decorating, now they're decorating for this big Bollywood party. And um, one of the guys radios Frazier from the tender. And he's like, Frazier, there's clothes in the master suite that need to be ironed for tonight. And um, someone's like, we're going to rock out with our socks out. So Alyssa's like, um, Fraser, um, Camille is swimming in the water. And he goes, well, you could decorate. And he's like, I really don't know where I stand with Camille. They don't get along, but she's working so much faster. She's fucking swimming with the guests, dude. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> and also, notably, when Alyssa gets onto the boat and Fraser's like, well, you can help us decorate. Alyssa does not. Be like, hold on, hold on one second. She's like, okay. You know, she just is like, this is my next, next task, which is notable for what happens soon. So, um, yeah, and, and furthermore, Camille sucks. So um, the guests are, the guests come back and uh, Sandy's like, hey, how was your barbecue? Did you enjoy the soft 
fine sand in your in your toes and they're like no like no it was rocky it was rocky and disgusting and she goes well that's something we can't control isn't it (laughs) she goes saint lucia doesn't really have beaches "Mm, that feels like a lie that feels it's saint lucia i'm gonna look up up beaches in saint lucia right now Uh, no don't we're 115 in i don't care just, <laughs> no Saint Lucia information allowed on this podcast. <laughs> I okay. By the way, okay, no, no, okay. I just literally did best beaches in Saint Lucia, and I hit images, and there's like a million gorgeous white, sandy, fluffy beaches. Okay, okay? now add Pebble to the search. And see what happens. Pebble. Yeah, because he was like, "There's Pebble." <laughs> well, there are Pebbles. What if it's just like Pebbles, the singer? She's like, girlfriend. <laughs> it's Pebble, Fred Flintstone's daughter. <laughs> it's both of them. She's it's like, like singing. She's, she's singing a song on a dinosaur bone. <laughs> There's other fish in the sea. Girlfriend. Doo, doo. So Ross and Fraser are working, and Fraser's like, I really wish we hadn't left Ben and Camille together on a beach. Which, of course, Ben and Camille are sitting there looking at the sunset together, just relaxing and making out on the beach. Yeah. And um, he's basically really into her, but she's not. She's like, I mean, he's fine. He's here now. And she goes, do I look good right now? And he's like, like a drowned rat you do. And she's like, that's not the answer, bae. Bae. Bay. Bay. Yeah. Yeah. And yet it's the exact right answer because she is like a drowned rat. Except that actually requires too much effort. And I don't think she can even do that. Yeah, so, I feel like rats at least like move cheese places. You know? <laughs> rats can at least do proper, you know, food criticism. Okay. <laughs> they know what Oaxacan cheese is. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> they can rats are are really good at terrifying mice in london great mouse detective anyone radigan anyone anyone <laughs> so all the crew get into I'm blanks done. i'm done <laughs> i'm done i took it to the great mouse detective there's no more left in me oh <laughs> uh, uh, so all the crew gets into blacks and uh, ben and camille finally fucking return and Alyssa's like um does anybody need anything? And they order like 70,000 drinks, you know? And so Haley's like, oh, hey, I have a welcome job uh, for you, darling. Welcome back job for you, darling, Camille. And she goes, um, I can't right now. She goes, oh, she's a small one. She goes, um, not now. I need a second. And Alyssa's like, it's just ironing. I need a second. Ah. But, that, she's like, but that's it. It's just, that's just, it's just the job. It's just ironing. That's all, babe. And Camille goes, Jesus Christ, this girl's so fucking unaware and he's like well i'm speechless i am speechless i'm sorry so i said speechless i'm incredibly horny right now be right back <laughs> and Alyssa's like babe what's the toot about she goes oh my god if you can't understand what the toot is about just what well, i can take it to the captain do it just do it then fine and she's like wow she stayed like with her boo literally the whole day and now she's mad <laughs> Meanwhile, Sandy's talking to Rachel and she goes, Hey Rachel, you want to hear my shower dilemma? I've had a shower, a cold shower, every night. Cold. And then this time I turn the handle to the right. And uh you know, it was like a skyfall of hot water. 
finally figured it out. <laughs> um, now, don't tell anyone. That's for your eyes only. Okay. <laughs> uh, hey, if so, you know, your doctor know. <laughs> so then Camille comes back in, and she's like, oh, and Alyssa, you're a child for that captain comment. Absolute child. Well, babe, you're a child for complaining. And if you want to keep it going, we can keep it going. I just said, give me a minute. No, you're like, I can't listen. She goes, well, I can't. <laughs> so now the guests are hearing it, and they're like, oh. And so Haley's like, all right, everyone, let's move on. Let's move on. And Camille goes, I'm having a hard time moving on from what you're doing. You're tarnishing who I am because you want to believe I'm somebody who, no, you're tarnishing yourself. You can, you have a problem with me for no goddamn reason, Alyssa. Yeah, but everyone has a problem with you. And that's like why you're on your last leg with the captain, babe. I'm on my last leg with the captain. You're a full on fucking bully, Eliza. You are full on. Oh my God, Lord, Lord. Oh my God. I have a real view to a kill here. Oh man, what's going on down here? <laughs> Two crew members screaming at each other when the guests are on board. Those are a couple of moons I'm going to rake across the earth. <laughs> You know, tomorrow never dies, but I hope this argument does. Oh, my God. This is like Hannah with heroin in her toe, in her toe muscle. Zero tolerance. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gearing up for another Bond reference there. And just, just zero. I was like, the zero tolerance, a new Bond movie? I'm excited to see it. <laughs> I hope you have a license to kill for that heroin for your toe. You know what? The spy who loved me told me once, no arguing in front of the guests. You're causing a specter. <laughs> hey, you only live twice, right? Yolt. Now listen here, I'm never going to say never again. You'll stop this right now. <laughs> and Camille's like, you're a fucking bully. I'm done. And that's how we end the episode today. Wow. wow. How in the fuck did we talk for an hour and 20 minutes about this stupid-ass episode? I'm not sure. I think I blacked out for 35 of those minutes. <laughs> I really have no idea. Somewhere, like, like I just got really hungry, and I just am like, you know what? Let's just uh, say, say, let's just, just speak in Captain Sandy voice. But you know what, Ronnie? We got to the end of that, and you know what I got to say for that? Mad respect. Mad, Mad respect, respect, dog. Mad respect. Well, everyone, thank you so much for being here. Don't forget to go get your tickets for live shows. If you need a pre-sale code starting Wednesday and Thursday for our new cities, you can use Crappens 2023, okay? And don't forget, those new cities are San Diego, St. Paul, Chicago, and Columbus. And the Golden Crappies are in L.A., the set uh the 24th of the second month of the year which is february so find all of our dates over at watchwhatcrappens.com and thank you so much for being here we'll talk to you guys next time bye, bye. watch what crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors ain't no thing like allison king ashley saboni she don't take no baloney dana c dana do she's not just a sheila 
She's a Daniela. Itchels. Aaron McNicholas. She don't miss no Trickolus. Ava Nagila Weber. Jamie. She has no last namey. Sipped some scotch with Jessica Trotch. She's always supplying. It's Kelly Ryan. Kristen the Piston Anderson. You're never alone with Lacey Monteleone. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. Megan Berg. You can't have a burger without the Berg. Sarah Greenwood. She only uses her power for good. The Bay Area Betches. Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Always the wiser is Allison Weasler. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. Let's get real with Caitlin O'Neill. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Better do what she says. It's Elva Enriquez. Can't have a meal without the Emily Sides. Undo your fasteners. It's Aaron Kastner. Nobody holds a candle to Jamie Kendall. She's not harsh. She's Jill Hirsch. We will, we will, Joanna Rockland, you. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. We love him madly. It's Kyle Pod Shadley. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. She's a good hobby. It's Lauren Hobgood. We want to hang with Liz Lang. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. Nancy Cease and DeSisto. Give him hell, Miss Noel. She's the queen bee. It's Sarah Lemke. Shannon out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Watcher Crappens ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. In the 1980s, Frank Farian was riding high as a successful German music producer, but he was bored. German pop was formulaic, dull, and oh so white. Frank had bigger dreams, American dreams. He wanted to create the kind of music that would rival larger-than-life artists like Michael Jackson or Run DMC. So he assembled a hip-hop duo, two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? One very important element was missing, but Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's biggest controversies. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire. But when their adoring fans learned about the infamous lip syncing, their downfall was swift and brutal. With exclusive interviews from frontman Fab Morvan and his producers Frank Varian and Ingrid Segui, this podcast takes a fresh look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Follow Blame It on the Fame wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free by joining Wondery+. Plus. Hey, grown-ups! The Cat in the Hat cast is a new podcast from Wondery, perfect for the whole family. Join the Cat in the Hat and your favorite Dr. Seuss characters as they get whisked away on a new adventure every week. Fish dreams of creating his very own polite and quiet podcast. That is, until he gets a surprise visit to his fishbowl podcast studio from the Cat in the Hat himself. And it becomes very clear that the cat has other plans for the podcast. And those plans are the opposite of quiet. Sing along to new favorite songs, try your luck at Titanic tongue twisters, have some fun with wondrous wordplay, and most importantly, bring your family along for all of the adventures in the Cat in the Hat cast. Follow the Cat in the Hat cast on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to the Cat in the Hat cast early and ad-free on Wondery Plus. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Wondery Kids Plus on Apple Podcasts today.